I don't even know the intro. Let's do this. Let's fucking go, boy. You sack to the future. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Cusack to the Future. We're your hosts. I'm Grace. My name is John. And we're here to talk about our love for one movie every goddamn episode this season. And sometimes that movie gets adapted into a series and after talking about that one movie for 10 episodes straight we decide we're going to talk about that series too because we're going to talk about the high fidelity series on hulu okay um it's finally happening we're not talking about the high fidelity movie but we still kind of are because we gotta compare the two kind of you know um but before we get into that grace uh how was your week my week was there there wasn't anything it wasn't a memorable week <laughs> yeah to be honest like uh the big the big exciting thing that happened was Barack and I went to go eat dumplings inside a restaurant which was nerve-wracking but pretty cool at the same time um and we ate way too many dumplings I, that's just not true you could never have too many dumplings <laughs> it's pretty good which spot. which dumpling place was it is it the one we went to after we went to it chapter 2 no, 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 no. It was um, dump, Dumpling Kingdom? Dumpling, Dumpling Kitchen? King, kitchen? 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 Okay. I think. Is it one Is it one of the dumpling places um, our, our favorite YouTube person went to? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> I have to like rewatch again. <laughs> I want to say it was Dumpling Kitchen. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea. But I just remember okay. I was, we were like, we both went in hungry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, as long as I get um, XLB, Shalong, mm-hmm. yeah, Shalong Bao, and um, some type of vegetable, I don't care if it's smothered in whatever, I was like, I'm cool with that. Um, yeah. And so we went, we ordered a ton of food. They had really good noodles, too. And then, um, yeah. That was, you know, like, for some reason in the pandemic, I don't feel like I eat enough to feel overly full. Uh Uh-huh. But when, but I went to this and I was just like, oh, my stomach's going to burst. Like, I literally was like mid-bite and then put the food down. And then Brock just looks at me and just goes, did you get full? And I was like, yeah, it like hit me. (laughs) (laughs) That's always such a great moment where you see someone get full. (laughs) They're like, like, oh, I'm done, oh, man. I'm it, done. It, it's, ha- it's happening now. Yeah. Um, oh, it was Dumpling Kitchen. Because they had a, okay. like a, it was like a pan fried ex- uh, Shalong Bao, which was mm-hmm. really, it was a lot thicker. Mm-hmm. I ate a bunch of those and then drank tea and then the rest of the food came out and I was like, this was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really fucking good. Um, okay. Yeah. And then I went to Target after that and got like toiletries <laughs> that was the extent yeah. of my week <laughs> i keep thinking i'm on spring break but i am not i think spring break is a mindset you could always be on spring break well i know but like after real, <laughs> you know i've had I've, i had spring break from my grad school and then i had spring break from work and yeah. then now i'm like oh yeah everything's over right it's summer yeah and i'm just like fuck i still have a month and a half of <laughs> of work of of, of of life to of live. homework and grading homework. That is that yeah. is my next month and a half. So I'm just like, eh. I got to get back into the groove of like 
oh yeah, I'm a responsible adult. Mm-hmm. You know? See, but we time it pretty well, though, that when our seasons end, it's towards the end of the semester. So, like, you get one less thing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because this podcast is very taxing to do. <laughs> Well, this okay, is like yeah. our only like mode of communication <laughs> to other people sometimes, John. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think it was more taxing last season where we're just like, all right, I'll watch fucking. I can't remember any of the names that we did. Like, <laughs> Ma- okay, I'll watch Map to the Stars. That was all Ice Harvest, Ice Harvest. Was it called that? Yeah. 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 I was just like, sure, we'll find this movie. Yeah, now, now it's just like, all right, I have no homework to do. I just have to show up and talk about high fidelity. <laughs> Let's do this. Well, how was your week? Um, also uneventful, also involves eating at a restaurant, which was nice. I went to celebrate my mom's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, mama. Um, yeah, so that was fun. And then we ate also very much uh, and then went home and then just passed out at like 9 p.m. Um, <laughs> I think that's what happened to me too. I was like, God, I haven't had fucking what is that one chemical that everyone freaks out about, but basically it's just seasoning. MSG. MSG. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one that just makes you sleepy. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Nine o'clock knockout. But then um so we're celebrating my mom's birthday and then the next day because we did all pass out uh, very early the next morning um she was just like you want to come with me uh do some stuff i was like okay and then she's like we're going to the plant nursery and i immediately thought i was like oh grace is gonna love this <laughs> so she was out doing her stuff buying soil and plants and i was just like i don't know any of what's happening so i just i was like i'm gonna take my i was like i'm gonna take roxy our dog and i was like i'll go back to the truck and i was just sitting there and i was like she wanted to shop with you john and you just took the cat or the dog <laughs> back into the truck i had it oh there's too many people there and she's just like, and she's doing her own thing. So I was just like, all right, I'm do your thing. Uh, so I was sitting in the truck and I was just like, should I get my mom fucking merch from the pod? It just says, <laughs> I'm a plant bitch now. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to get your mom anything, yes, get her our merch. Well, also, I think that would be more appropriate than gentle poo better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I was just like. That. Yeah, but that's still live on our Teespring. So if you head to the link (laughs) on our Instagram, uh, that'll probably be available up until season three starts. Get that merch. Well, we got to, I think for season three, you got to work on season two merchandise, right? Which was, that's how brains work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I totally remember that. (laughs) Because that's how brains work. That's how brain works. Um, But yeah, very uneventful, but food-filled week for both of us, Mm -hmm. I guess. Okay. Um, But, oh, shit, we didn't even talk about that, but we did see High Fidelity uh, Season 1, Episodes 1 through 5. Oh, yeah, last week. Yeah, we saw each other in person after not seeing each other for months. Yeah, and yeah, then we just had a lot of fucking wings, and I had a lot of fucking beer. We did have a lot of wings. <laughs> and a lot of fucking fruit roll-ups. We joked about making no, it a fruit mukbang, gushers, I am and sorry. it actually became a mukbang. Yeah, fruit gushers mukbang. Yeah. Dude, I still, and... I like ate all those. Those yeah. were so good. And then, yeah, that was a good time. So much food. Again, I guess, yeah, a lot of fucking food this <laughs> week. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, before we jump into uh, breaking down and talking about uh, the High Fidelity series, uh, let's do one. Let's do a top five for this week because we are running out of weeks in which we can do a top five. So let's do a top five of our top five uh, remakes, uh, reimaginings, uh, adaptations, whatever you want to call it. But our top five yeah. works that just got adapted from one thing to another, or readapted, or however the hell they want to say it. Um, Top five. You want to go first? You can. Okay. Um, so mine, I'm going to go over them very quickly. But my first one is, uh, of course, one of my favorite characters. And it is an adaptation of comic book to movie. And it, they kind of pulled from the series that was a, a, the TV series that was adapting the comic book. And they kind of adapted both and squeezed both together to make it a movie. And it is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from the 1990s. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best fucking comic book adaptation movies, I think, still to this day. Uh, they did a really good job of like capturing the tone of the original comic series, but still uh, bringing over some of the uh, the lightheartedness and then the character uh, personalities from the animated series. Uh, so that was a really good adaptation, I think. And it made me fall in love with those uh, fucking turtles for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, the next one is a adaptation of movie to movie. And it is the Planet of the Apes. And I'm talking about the Matt Reeves uh, Planet of the Apes with uh, Caesar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that whole fucking trilogy I love. Uh... Well, you... Yeah. Hmm? I was going to be like, well, yeah, because it's Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, but they did such a good job with it. Like, no, they could have easily really fucked that up where they're like, it's Shakespeare monkeys. Yeah. And you could have easily checked out, but... They, it fuck it's so good with fucking circus doing the mocap for Caesar. It was, I just feel so much love for that fucking ape. Yeah, I was so. very impressed with it when I watched the first one. I was like, "Holy crap!" And then I was like, "Yes, I'm going to watch all of them now." Yeah. Um. So and and that dude Matt Reeves is doing the next fucking Batman movie. So, Ooh. uh, very excited very for nice. what that dude's gonna do. Uh, next up is the Evil Dead movie. Um, <laughs> the new one, I. I'm a big fan of Evil Dead and the the adaptation that they had, I think it was eight years ago, was fucking good. Uh, it wasn't what I expected. It was a much more truer horror movie that they were adapting. But Jesus Christ, was that a good movie? That was a good adaptation. Eight years ago? I think so. I, I think an anniversary just popped up oh for that God. movie. Okay. So they're talking about it. And I just realized how fucking good it was. So... Um, yeah, that, that's a really good adaptation and they didn't try and just replicate some of the magic they did. They kind of pulled what they love from that movie and made it their own thing, mm-hmm. which is always good. And I remember um, I kind of was expecting it to be act like a horror comedy like the original. And I remember uh, I took a girl to see that movie and that was the only time we ever saw a movie together because she spent her whole the whole fucking movie inside of her hoodie. Yeah, so- yeah it's horrifying. <laughs> it's so much yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah. But that fucking movie is still so good. Uh, next up, I have a cover song, actually. It is uh, Childish Gambino's cover of Tamiya's song, oh, uh, So Into yeah, You. Oh, that's really good. That's one of my favorite fucking songs in that the world. That is really good. Um, so there's that. And the last one, uh, I was going to do the Mortal Kombat live action adaptation where it was adapting the video game pretty much just the first video game mm-hmm. uh but we talked about it and 
it's still good. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it still holds up, but because I am, uh, we are mere weeks away from the next Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, and I am very excited for that. I just, for now it, there's a little, it's a placeholder because like that, I don't know that, like, I'm very excited for that. And that movie might be excellent and it might not be the, cause I think Mortal Kombat as of right now is the best, uh, video game adaptation ever. Uh, I really like that movie, um, even, but this new one even with might like be better. Newer adaptions now, of yeah. Like other video game things. Yeah, I don't think they still capture hmm. uh, okay. the the what the original game was trying to do. But True. but because we're still weeks away, I might you know we'll see. So I decided to take that off the list for now, and then maybe next season I'll I'll let you guys know how I felt about the new Mortal Kombat movie. But for now, I took that movie. I'm taking that movie off and putting in another adaptation, which is um, a character from movie to plastic form, and it's an adaptation of the Superman Christopher Reeve Hot Toys because they did a really good job of capturing that look and putting it into plastic form, mm-hmm. which I guess kind of counts. Okay. And I've talked repeatedly throughout this season and throughout this podcast how much I love that fucking action figure. Yeah. Um, so that's my top five adaptations and on my honorable mention uh it's it chapter two it's i don't really like that movie but the message of that movie i think is very important it's about friendship and never forgetting because that's what that movie is about never forget where you're from and never forget your friends so grace what is your top five adaptations i don't want to talk about it anymore (laughs) never gonna live that down i forgot god damn it never yeah it's okay at least I didn't for those people who you. don't remember yeah so let's remind the audience <laughs> just in case they didn't hear that story so one day uh we go to see it chapter two it's me grace and barack and then we eat a billion pounds of popcorn and it's like us and we spent the whole day together right yeah the whole yeah. day three three there's like four of us and i it was like my first time hanging out with people after i got to japan that's right and then we went to japan town and we had uh, onigiri and it was a good time and then we went to see the movie we went to daiso got a fuck ton of snacks and then we watched it chapter two the movie was wasn't that great and then we went to get dumplings and i was like man what a good day hanging out with friends cut to a week later i was like this is a memory i will cherish forever Apparently, Grace did not feel the same way because uh, next time I saw her, she was just like talking about It Chapter 2 in detail. And she was like, I was just like, oh, man, she she really wants to talk about this movie in detail. And then she was just like, oh, wait, sorry, spoiler. Have you seen it? And I was like. <laughs> and at this point, I was like, oh, she's really committed to this bit. But then she's like, she just kept looking at me. So I looked at Barack and I was like. Is she fucking with me? Grace forgot that we spent the whole day together hanging out, and she forgot I was there no, watching no. chapter two with him. Because I remember us having dinner. I just didn't. You, you thought that was a separate I occasion. That was a separate occasion. Because <laughs> I always remembered us having dinner, but I didn't. It didn't occur to me in my head that we did all those things <laughs> in Japan down. It's okay. <laughs> And that's why it chapter two is on my honorable mentions. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grace, what is on your top five? 
Flustered. So my top five adaptations. <laughs> um, one, Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. The comic book to the original series with Melissa Hart? Yes. Melissa Hart? Melissa Joan Hart? Melissa Joan Hart, thank you. I used yeah. to love that series, and then it got weird when it tra- transferred over to a different network, but also when she mm-hmm. stopped going to high school. And also, like, they kept forcing her and Harvey, and I was like, please no. Um, but also, the newer, darker adaption. I super love. That's on Netflix. Oh. Holy crap, I love that one. I haven't been able to see the newest season yet, but mm-hmm. I was like, yo, Sabrina as an evil witch, but a good evil witch, I fucking love this. Um, mm. And also, uh, in the first season, they have uh, a whole episode on the Batibat, or the Bungungot, the one mm-hmm. that gives you the nightmares. Mm-hmm. The Filipino sleep paralysis demon so i was like yeah. yo this is dope as fuck. really they did they call it as such they said the bat bat or batty bat they said it re- you know really really yeah how they're gonna say it right yeah but they did say oh yeah it's filipino and i was like what oh, fuck yeah oh shit yeah so it's a sleep paralysis demon so it was pretty cool did they show the demon they did and she was creepy Ooh. yeah i really like it because it's like i didn't realize like how like dark they're gonna go with it and i was like holy shit this is really dark so it's pretty hmm. good um and also like if i don't know if i've ever talked about it on the podcast but like if you know me in real life anything that is witchy i am all about hmm. so um second one from book or comic book to movie to tv series same uh is the crow of course hmm. um Act, the the series is not bad it's not necessarily the best but i gotta give it up to like mark dacascos to try his best to fill in eric draven mm-hmm. um there are parts of the series that are a little bit questionable <laughs> was it supposed to be in continuity with the movie or no is it, uh, it was straight up like entity. reboot oh, okay yeah it was a reboot so the first the first episode is the movie light Mm. right so it's doing all the same things that happened in the movie but like made for tv style Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and also with a little more backstory as to why like he they went after them and all this stuff and i was like oh okay do you think you'd love the crow if like say you remove the brandon lee film from the timeline and you just went from the comic book to the tv series I don't know, because neither The Crow nor the series, Stairway to mm-hmm. Heaven, mm-hmm. is anything like the comic book. Okay. Honestly. Like, there's a few lines, there's a few, like, things happening, but it's com- it's it's completely different. So the series was still trying to adapt the, 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 movie. the movie, as opposed to, like, doing a more direct adaptation. Okay. Yeah, so it was definitely adapting the movie. Um and the movie did what it did, uh, making it making the comic book like more, um, <clears throat> I don't want to say like up to times because like 90s, mm-hmm. 80s isn't that bad, but like they definitely did, they made it into like the, the goth cult it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it, it did what it 
could with what mm-hmm. it was, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's my second one. Third one is Beetlejuice. Oh, nice. Right? The movie's good. The series is good. I have yet to watch the Broadway play, but I would love to watch the Broadway play mm-hmm. eventually. Um, and I also just want to watch a bunch of movies that are being turned into Broadway plays. Like, you know, they made a high fidelity. I, yeah, I saw that when I was one day trying to find uh, a, a picture to put our fucking faces on. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what the hell is this? And then I, I discovered that that was uh, a thing. Yeah, so. I really want to see. Season three, high fidelity. <laughs> The musical. Um, yeah. I would like to see that, but it just, you know, it didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll find a bootleg. Yeah, we'll f- I'll find it somewhere. Yeah. Or but I, I, I think Beetlejuice did fairly well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a bunch of other movies that got turned into Broadway plays, which I kind of love and kind of hate at the same time. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Um. A movie, no, a series that was adapted from a book, but I never read the book, is Good Omens. Mm-hmm. I really liked that one. That's on Prime, I think. And then a anime, no, no, a manga that was adapted into anime is Mushishi. Mm. I really like that one, too. And then my honorable mention is... um. Again, I never played the video game or video games, but I watched the series and loved the series. The Witcher. Mm, okay. Yeah. And the more that I look at like the video game footage of people playing it, the more I'm like, huh, we'll see if I want to get into it. But I do really like The Witcher, the series. Just the, with Superman? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. Okay. Yeah, everyone's telling me how good it was, and I watched the first episode, and I couldn't really get into it. It takes a minute. Okay. Like, I sat there, and I was I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to get through it. It'll be fine. And and after a while, I was like, oh, okay, I get what's going on. Okay. Yeah, it takes it takes a, quite a minute, though. I think the one thing that I just couldn't get past was just fucking Superman talking like this. It took, that took me a while. Okay, so I had never seen him as superman or in anything else uh-huh. so i was okay with the voice change okay when yeah I... for me it's just superman being talking I yeah guess. so then when i saw the witcher try to be clark kent i was like no this is yes. for so me. that was more <laughs> disorienting for you yeah yeah that must be weird just all of a sudden this fucking hardcore witcher dude just all of a sudden trying to be superman yeah mm-hmm. like no it didn't work for me this is, yeah <laughs> Another adaptation, it's not uh, happened yet, but they, they just announced it. It's the fucking Ghost of Tsushima. I just played that really? game, and that shot up on my fucking favorite, all-time favorite Ooh, games, okay. and they're fucking turned into a movie. And then the dude who did the John Wick movie is adapting it, so I'm really fucking excited and how brutal and fucked up Ooh, that's going to be. I still haven't played it. It's great. It's my favorite game. I beat it sometime during this pandemic and i've been wanting to play it again because i love it so much mark um, and it's a it. long game that's what uh, got me interested in it brock has it we haven't played it yet yeah. so we'll so good like you should just like crack it open one day and just put it in and just like even just it's such a beautiful game even just like riding your fucking horse and just traveling japan is really fucking fun especially when we're all trapped hopefully for not much longer but when we're all trapped it was really nice to just fucking be out in nature 
<laughs> not like I want to be in nature anyway, but like the digital nature is much nicer for me. Mm, okay. So, yeah, love that game. I'm very excited for that to get adapted, hopefully. Because, you know, there's always these adaptations that uh, they announce but never quite happen or just keeps getting put, getting pushed back. Because wasn't it The Crow get get uh, was always being rumored to be adapted? Like, at one point, wasn't, like, fucking Jason Momoa supposed to be The Crow? Yes. So... Yeah. They, I think, have four movies out. Mm-hmm. Four, three movies. The second one, City of Angels, is eh. There's a Salvation Which one? one. And there's one with Mary Jane, right? That's Salvation. Okay. Um, With Mary Jane and... um. Was that before she was Mary Jane? Yes. Or, uh, no, that was way Kirsten before. Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, okay. That was way before. And the guy who was in Resident Evil who played the monster that would become the one that kept saying, Stars! Oh, the big, the big fucking monster guy. Fucking, I can't remember his name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was in it too, and I was like, eh, I didn't see that one. And then there apparently there was like another one with uh, Furlong, Eddie Furlong. Mm-hmm. So there was like four movies. Of course, three of them went straight to video. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they were like, oh, we're gonna remake it again, and it wasn't Momoa. That Momoa was the newest one. Yeah. Where they're like, oh, we got this great, there's a great director, there's a great studio, we're going to do it. And it's Momoa. And like, that one was the most promising because they actually met with J.O. Barr, mm-hmm. uh, James O'Barr. Um, but then the director left. And then Momoa, after that, was like, I really wanted it to happen, but it's just, it's not the right time. Which basically yeah. means like, oh, everyone left the project. <sighs> How do you, how do you feel about a world where Momoa plays the crow? Because I always thought the crow worked so well because he was just this very unassuming person. You know, like people see him in the alley and they're kind of shit talking him. But you see Jason Momoa in any alley, you're like, I'm leaving now, sir. <laughs> I think that was part of it, right? Because uh, the original Eric and his last name was never really established, right? So uh-huh. Draven is something that they made up for the film. Okay. Um, the original Eric was just a mechanic. Hmm. He was just a nobody on this. He wasn't this awesome rock star. No, like you know, like him and Shelley. It wasn't like a home invasion either. Like, like these just thugs caught them on the side of the road, mm-hmm. um, when their when his car was out, something like that, right? And then they changed it to Devil's Night in in Detroit, but mm-hmm. like. It's the the heart of the thing is the same thing, right? It's like mm. this unassuming guy who comes back because he needs vengeance for what they did yeah. to his to his girlfriend mm. or his his fiance wife, whatever. Yeah, his love, his love, right? Yeah. Um, with the new with the new ways that they've always kind of looked at it, um, because. In the movie, like, he doesn't even show off that he knows martial arts. He's just beating the fuck out of these people any way he can, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and his one superpower is that he can't die until. Yeah, that that was the thing that I always thought of The Crow is, like, it's very much like a Tim Burton movie, but also very much like Tim Burton's Batman, where he's not very skilled. He, he's just this monster that keeps coming at you. That's you the know? thing, is that he just keeps coming at you. And then when he yeah. can't come at you anymore, like, he will find another way. Right, mm-hmm. um, in the in the series, they made it a supernatural power, 
like he became a supernatural person Mm -hmm. to where he can physically change into the crow Mm. right okay and so all the other iterations it's always this like like this need for love the to to right what was wrong right Mm -hmm. i think with this newest one with having momoa in it um it would have been cool to see momoa as the crow Mm -hmm. i don't think they were going to go the movie route Okay. Right, and and if they were going to try to adapt the movie to the comic, truer to the comic book, um, I think it would have been okay. But because the, I think that was also part of it is because Momoa was signed on, I -hmm. think maybe right after he was Drogu, Mm -hmm. and he wasn't as big as he was when he got Aquaman. Mm -hmm. I think it would have been okay, but then like he bulked up. Yeah, he got, like, because now you see Momoa and you picture this fucking massive mountain of a man. <laughs> you know, it's like him and The Rock, you're like, or just these big fucking dudes are in such fucking perfect shape. You're like, I don't buy you as anything but a superhero now. Like, if you, like, you see Jason Momoa, you're like, you're a mechanic. You're like, no, you're not. Yeah. Because, like, my, I, I, you know, Momoa in Game of Thrones wasn't as, as thick He's as not he as is big, now, yeah. Right? And even yeah. like Momoa after Game of Thrones, like he had hard time finding work because he's, you know, a Samoan guy the, mm-hmm. built the way he is with tattoos and like long hair. And, the, you know, like he wasn't like it's kind of it's going to be hard for him to find work that doesn't typecast him as a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but also like Momoa in his early days when he was on like. What the fuck was it called? Atlantis. Was it Stargate Atlantis? Stargate, yeah. Stargate Atlantis. Like, something. he looked completely That's so different. Funny. Yeah. And he did Baywatch. Yeah, Baywatch. Like, like, when he was a yeah. smaller guy, like, I totally could have seen him as a crow. Like, as a mechanic, yeah. just kind of. That's true. He also did through. Conan the Barbarian. He did another remake. That's funny. <laughs> I don't even remember Conversation that. goes full circle. He did an adaptation already. <laughs> he, he didn't get to do the crow because he already adapted fucking yeah. Uh, Conan. Yeah. So adaptions are always kind of an iffy thing for me because I'm just like, okay, number one, what are they going to take from the source material and which source material are they going to take it from, right? right? The book or the movie or the, you know, whatever, the series. But then mm-hmm. also like, you know, who's going to be cast in it? Are they going to fundamentally change like the person to, you know, quote unquote, fit the times? Like, what is mm-hmm. it, what is it going to do to something that we already kind of hold dear so many fucking decades later right? right and it always and it always kind of makes me weird when like makes me feel weird when like something is being adapted decades later again yeah. for like a newer audience and we see that with just for time yeah because we see that with yeah. disney of like oh we're gonna redo all these things it's like you don't need to yeah that was the thing that was most concerning for me when i heard that they were gonna adapt high fidelity is that it was Disney doing it, you know, because it is Hulu. So I was just like, oh, it's, and at first I thought they were going to slap it on like the fucking Disney channel, <laughs> you know, and they're just like, here you go. Cause kids like records. And I thought it was going to be a Disney channel show Oof. initially. And then I, when, when they were like, oh, it's going to be Hulu. I grew less concerned. And then I, I heard that um, but who watches more and more Hulu people for, were involved. Who watches Hulu for original content? What does Hulu have for original content? I think this is Hulu's push. Be like, we could do fucking original content too, guys. We got high fidelity. But what? Are, what is the one original content they have that everyone has Hulu for? I don't know. Yeah. Because yeah. That's why I was like so nervous. I was like, why didn't you know? Like, 
Netflix pick it up or something else, but it was Hulu. And I was like, okay, strike number one, Hulu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing against Hulu, but I was just like, dude, don't you just put up everything that's already on TV like a day later? Yeah, that, that, I think that was their big move initially. They're just like, oh yeah, we're the we're the we're the streaming service that gets things the day after, yeah. and you're welcome. You know, but, it, but the thing I don't like about Hulu is it still has commercials. Like you're still paying for it, but it still has commercials. I think there's tiers because the Hulu we got, we don't got commercials. Oh, you pay for yeah. the, the one the Hulu we got. There's commercials every time, and for some fucking reason, the commercials are like infinitely louder than the series. Yeah, yeah. That's why when I was watching your your, your guys's house, I was like, "What the hell? There's commercials!" So goddamn loud. Yeah. <laughs> so that was one of the things too of like, okay, so High Fidelity is getting remade into a series, which is interesting. By Hulu. But by Hulu. Parentheses Disney. Uh huh. And I was like, oh, I hadn't heard too much about it. Um, all I all the all they said was we're gonna tackle high fidelity and you're like okay cool good luck with that um nothing was out and already John on on the Twitter sphere yeah was like hey I have nothing to do with this I'm pretty angry that this is coming out nothing can hold up to the original blah blah, blah. and like if you have John Cusack saying I'm not endorsing this you're just like oh yeah okay. So it got really, it got really tricky there, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Hey, who's gonna play Rob?" And you're like, "Okay, who are we gonna have play Rob?" Yeah. And then it's freaking just a completely different interpretation of of Rob, mm-hmm. right? Because like. When I think of Rob, I don't think Zoe Kravitz, you know? (laughs) And I was like, oh, this is going to be really kind of cool. I love when remakes, reinterpretations, covers, anything do completely different than the source material. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Zoe Kravitz is going to play Rob. And she's going to be queer. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm watching this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to watch this and be thoroughly... Like, number one, critical but intrigued. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, they're going to write a a queer woman of color. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, please don't fuck this up. Because yeah. all the other representations of queer women of color that have been written by straight cis white men um, always kind of are like, this is what we think queer women women of color act like mm-hmm. and i'm like please don't fuck this up yeah. don't don't make it seem like you know zoe's put in this certain position mm-hmm. right um and and that always kind of bothers me because in legend of Korra, and i know you haven't watched any avatar but in mm-hmm. legend of Korra, um the queer representation in that was so not queer and then the writers had the audacity to say if you haven't been paying attention the entire series and you didn't see this coming that is your fault and i wrote back i tweeted back as a queer woman of color i can tell you right away this is not how we get together or how we act yeah and i was so pissed off for them to say well i guess you didn't 
yeah, this is on you guys. This is your fault. And yeah. number two, it's not our fault that you don't get to see gayness every day. And I was like, yeah. excuse me, all the gay people were coming out like, what? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. yeah. So I was very nervous going into it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you, not that I have a strong attachment to cis, hetero, white Rob. Yeah. Right. But the fact that they were going to change it so much, and we've seen this happen a lot of times, we're like, we're going to change it so much, but fuck up the character. Yeah. Right. We're going to take something that you love, and then we're going to try and change it to something just to change it. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you're going to love it, mm-hmm. but we don't get what we're adapting. Yeah. You know? So that's my thing that I was worried about. I was like, oh. Yeah. No. So I was super nervous about that. Um, and then I found out like Nick Hornby is one of the producers and I was like, huh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if he's in on it, I'm okay with that. Cause he knows how Rob's supposed to be. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he can adapt Rob to whatever, um, representation of Rob is going to be. And I mm-hmm. love Zoe. I'm, I'm going to say this. I love Zoe as Rob. Yeah, me too. Like right off the, like. I haven't seen her in uh, a lot of things, but I love her Rob. Mm-hmm. So um, right off the bat, we're going to say they're different Robs. Um, this series opens up in a very, very similar way where they're going through that breakup, that that big one uh, that starts this whole journey. And she's saying a lot of the same lines that John Cusack mm-hmm. Rob said, but they just felt different, you know? Yeah. So, um, and also, like, okay, seeing because in the first like t- what five minutes, we see Rob break down, mm-hmm. like, we see her cry, we see her kind of like go up to the person who is based off of Laura, who is uh, called uh, Mac, Mac, yeah, yeah, isn't it like that? The Laura in here is Russell Mac McCormick. So mm-hmm. so Mac. And like immediately you see the differences. Mm-hmm. Like you see her break down and, you know, um, cry. And then you see Mac. Such a good scene where just um, <laughs> fucking Mac is like leaving. And then Rob is just like, remember the fucking the story with the rock where we're like, we're supposed to bring each other back when we get to that certain point. Well, I'm reminding you of that moment. And then Mac was like, okay, I'm still leaving. And you're just like, Ooh, fuck you, Mac. <laughs> that fuck was you, man. off the bat. Me and you were both like, we hate this guy. Yeah. I was like, fuck this guy. You deserve better, Rob. Fuck this guy. Don't make a list. He ain't, mm, fuck him. Yeah. You know, so- I was so angry already because that moment, like we've already <laughs> expressed uh, in the previous uh, Laura episode, we're like, Laura is a fucking, she's a good person. You know, she wasn't malicious towards Rob during the breakup. She was sorting her stuff out. She was still there mm-hmm. uh, available to Rob to, for what uh, she was, uh, she can handle to help him sort through his shit. You know, she's a good person, you know, fuck you, Mac. You're not the same. <laughs> but it's just, so it's- they, they put, uh, they framed it in a way where, we 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 took sides without having you know without being like 
and it it's through the moment so it's not just like rob looking at the camera and just being like mac did this mac did that Mm -hmm. we get to see it play out so it's not even a question of like the unreliable narrator like uh john cusack's rob can be Mm -hmm. it's just like we see it for ourselves and right at that moment you're just like fuck you rob or sorry, fuck you, Mac. Fuck you, Mac. Rob is We're good. We're so used to saying fuck you, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> See, is, that's the thing. Rob and is not a Rob good here, guy, right? But here, yeah, Rob, Rob previously not a good guy. Here, we're very fucking protective of this, Rob. Yeah, Don't we do love that, her. Mac. We we love her, and it worries me that we love her so early because we don't know what happened between her and Mac. Yeah. Right. And we get we get glimpses of it. We're gonna keep talking about like the differences or uh the just the the series in general but we get glimpses of it like when she finds that uh max ring that she was going to propose with she just goes to the fucking liquor store yeah. and gets smokes and then she dips out for a few hours right yeah so we we get glimpses of it so it is concerning that we're like already being like oh fucking rob is the best and then an uh, episode later because it does happen in the film where um halfway or more than halfway through the film rob admits to the audience he's just like the this is the things that i did to fuck up yeah you know so we have that moment i'm sure coming where yeah uh zoe's rob is going to be like all right guys this is what this is stuff on my end mm-hmm. and we're gonna be like oh well oh, fucking god damn it rob but still fuck you mac <laughs> and he's so unlikable i hate it i never thought i could ha- like i was like i just hate this guy i hate this guy on all the levels and i'm like who the fuck are you yeah, and it's and it's kind of amazing how he's played. Um, so Mac is pretty cool, but or the actor is pretty cool. But it's just like, dude, you got me in the first five minutes. And even though, like, yes, some of the lines are going to be the same, like mm-hmm. the delivery yeah, of them is so different. It's so it, and it yeah, that's why it made me think to my top five of like that's why I threw in that cover song by Gambino. Mm-hmm. It's just like. It's weird because it's much like a cover song. You're hearing the same lyrics, but it's just sang by a different voice. Mm-hmm. So here, especially early on, you're just hearing these lines that we are very familiar with coming from a different voice, coming with a different delivery, coming with different, in this case, more emotion, mm-hmm. you know? So it's such a weird, and it's not just Rob. It's just like the the, the friends at the record store, everyone around, you're, it's still this world that we're familiar with. Yeah. It's just different yeah. and it's good different well like even championship vinyl is still championship vinyl but it's moved mm-hmm. from chicago to new york now and it's in mm-hmm. brooklyn so mm-hmm. it's just like okay so it kind of makes sense to have back then channel champ- championship vinyl in chicago mm-hmm. and now it's in brooklyn and it's still like in a cutty ass little place that you have to walk underneath Mm-hmm. to get to so the foot traffic like you can literally walk by and not even notice it which i kind of love mm-hmm. but it's like it's different to have all of a sudden you know like the change from london to chicago and now chicago to new york mm-hmm. like it's very very cool and and we're saying like oh like the people in here again are inhabiting the same character but playing them so differently right like mm-hmm. um Sharice, who is uh Dick? No. Uh Jack Black's uh, character. Jack Black's character. Um oh my God. Uh, fuck. What is 
Barry. Barry. So I just she, remember Barry. She takes on the chaoticness of Barry, and then you have mm-hmm. Simon, who is taking on um, Dick's 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 uh, character. But then yeah. even Simon is fundamentally changed, and I love the way they they had Simon. Mm-hmm. Simon is on the top five list. Yeah, which Dick was never in Rob's <laughs> list. <laughs> no, so. Having her be a queer character, like her top five is still mostly men, mm-hmm. but she has like her Charlie is still a woman, yeah, right? Who is now a social media influencer, which Jesus Christ just played that perfectly but, right off the bat. You're just like, oh, fuck this person. <laughs> but I love that Charlie gets uh, Charlie is still Charlie, yeah, right? Even though she's not Charlie, but it's Charlie, and I was just like, whoa. this is so fun she is so fun and i just i thought that was so good um let's talk about the differences in the top five so far okay so we have so we have we've already just expressed our fucking fiery dislike for for uh mac no 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 mac no mac we we still have middle school yeah um, middle school boyfriend for a couple hours yeah yeah that's kevin bannister and, and that kevin bannister and that plays out the exact same um uh we have simon yes so simon is number three so and the way that it is broken up is kevin bannister um middle school mm-hmm. we have cat monroe who is um uh who is charlie so we go from middle school to immediately college after college um and then we have simon who is supposed to be mutually depressed but that they changed that character to being queer or was it supposed to yeah they just kind of removed so from the original they removed the The high high school, school which yeah Good, good on Which them. Which is good, yeah. Good because on that them. Will, Yeah. Fuck up. <laughs> yeah, that was a rough one. But we have Simon, who is the third, who is kind of mutually depressed. They were both, you know, she had just broken up with Kat. He had just. I think he just moved to the he city. He moved to or the something. city. He was brand new. They're both looking for like comfort. Mm-hmm. And then he he he's the gay one. Like he's, <laughs> he's so cute. Like he's coming out. It's like yeah. He just kind of looks at her and goes, "I think I'm gay." And it's like yeah, the like, sweetest little thing. <laughs> I think the the reveal too was like she was walking by a laundromat mm-hmm. and then she saw him there and then he was like talking to a dude getting his number. number. And you and don't think anything. You him. don't think anything of it. And then I think yeah. the dude touches him in a certain way. Yeah. And, and then they make eye contact through the window yeah. and it's just like, and then it cuts to the, uh, the, him telling her and you're just like, Oh, and then with that, you're just like the thing that really makes the, me really appreciate, um, fucking, uh, this, the Simon character is he's, uh, later on in the series, he's at a, what is it? A cafe or something? Yeah, waiting a cafe. in line. Like he's in line waiting in a cafe. And this is, this is after she's like, I'm going to go and figure out what's up. My with top them. five. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. Talk to all of them. And he's telling, and again, like, so he's the dick character. So he works with her. He's at yeah. the champion store with her. Mm-hmm. And he's there to just like, try and talk to this barista. Barista. <laughs> 
that he's into. And Rob, still being self, very self-involved, Rob is just like can't get the hint of what Simon is trying to do. <laughs> and she's just like the whole time, she's just like, oh man, I can't like saying all these things of like, oh, I can't believe like we dated and like all these stuff. And you and then eventually he's just like oh, he pulls her aside and he's just like, all the things that we did while we were dating, I'm still doing. So he's like, I didn't reject you. You're still in my life. Yeah, I never, he's, because she, of course, is like, you know, I just want to know why everyone rejected me, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, he's just like, I never left you. Yeah. And then she goes, oh my God. And it's just the sweetest, it's the sweetest It's such a sweet moment. But it's sad at the same time because he doesn't get to talk to his barista boy. Yeah. But it's. I love that scene. And then he's just like, so take me off your top five. <laughs> yeah, take me off your top five. She's like, oh yeah, and it's just like this revelation for her to be like, I need to reframe my shit. Yeah, I just I love that they're best friends, and it I makes love me it. so happy. I was like, yeah. this is like your best friend. Yeah, I love I love that dynamic and that relationship and that character oh, because I love the like the the fucking dick character. I always thought it was really <laughs> fucking funny. Just just funny to watch morose grumpy John and fucking tornado jack black just fucking make fun of him <laughs> but this god damn i love this character so much simon's pretty cool yeah it's pretty cool but he's their number three yeah. and then we have um justin kitt who is her number four who i think is the stand-up comedian guy oh yeah and that oh, was who, and who is that supposed to be is that mutually depressed I th- maybe that's mutually depressed. Maybe oh, they yeah, just Oh, yeah, because she's like, nothing really happens. So, okay, so I guess they just kind of just glaze over and then add Simon in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, that, <laughs> this one's yeah. kind of, yeah, this one's just not very interesting. <laughs> and she's, she's just like. She says yeah. it, too. She's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's still doing the same thing he's doing. He's still like a com- com- stand-up comedian. There wasn't anything too, like, exciting about him. Yeah, and then when yeah. she goes to revisit, she's just like, "Now that I'm sitting here, I don't remember too much about my relationship." And in that moment, John decides to look at me straight in the face <laughs> as we're watching this, and I'm like, "You better shut the fuck up right now." <laughs> yeah, these are the moments where I'm glad I get to watch things with people. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Five is Mac. Five is Mac. Um, but other characters in the show who we didn't get to quite talk about. Um, uh, the Marie DeSalle character is much different uh, and much more. St- <laughs> so uh, it garnered much more of a reaction from us uh, because in the original, Marie DeSalle was uh, very fucking cool, mm-hmm. you know? Played by Zoe's mom. Yeah, she was this amazing, like, artist who is just like, I don't want to say she's struggling because she's not struggling, but she is mm. just a local artist trying to chill, right? Mm. Make music and chill and do all these things. And her, her outlook on the world is just like really cool. And she's not trying to like make anything out of anything with, with, with Rob right mm-hmm. or Cusack's Rob because it's just like it's a basic thing we are still hung up on our exes you go live your life I go live mine and that was yeah. it and it was just like this mutual one night stand yeah 
here, not so much. Uh, they tried to present this person as being very cool. Didn't buy it. Didn't we think this person was cool. Right away, I was like, "Ooh, this is a this is this fucking Marie Desal." I was like, "Ooh, no, thank you. Unsubscribe, please." Yeah, you know. So immediately, I was like, "He was already, you know, just that's the thing with adaptations and remakes. You always draw draw comparisons to the person you played who played it prior. So already, you're just like Marie Desal character is supposed to be cool. This person not cool. Even if you." Take away the previous Marie de Sal, our idea of like this person is supposed to be cool. You don't buy them as being cool. Everyone was treating this person as they were cool. I didn't buy it, you know? It's awful. Yeah. It's uh, awful. Awful. And it doesn't stop there of his lack of coolness. So um, he is Liam Shawcross. And he is mm-hmm. a number. Okay, so he's a Scot, which is kind of yeah. interesting because in, in the book, um, Marie de Sol, or the character Marie de Sol, is an American musician. And that mm. was the appeal of her, was number one, she was a musician, musician, but number two, she was American. Here, he's a musician, but he's also like a Brit. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. You're okay. Um, he does not look okay. <laughs> I didn't like his framing. I just didn't like the way that they made him dress or act or mm-hmm. like do that weird thing with his hair. I was like, this guy's a dick (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, yeah i I was thinking of nicer ways to say what you're gonna say but it's like no that covers it no he he is he's just he looked like a like a like a musician fuck boy yes you know where he's just like this dude decided to be a musician because he wants to like he wants uh girls to talk to him Mm -hmm. you know and he really liked Johnny Depp growing up. So <laughs> that already you're just like, I don't, I don't like this guy. And then at that scene where um, uh, Rob is at Liam's and you're like, all right, the one night stand is about to happen. It is revealed to that, uh, to Rob and to the audience. You're just like, Oh my God, this person is a child. It's a baby. It's like a 19 year old dude. Yeah. And then Rob's just like, I gotta go now. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, it's an uncomfortable scene in which like, okay, it's supposed to be an uncomfortable scene. I get it. Whatever, whatever. They're vibing, whatever. And then he starts, she's, he starts talking about his ex and the breakup. And he was like, yeah, high school. And she goes, oh, or no, no, no. Something Something about graduation. And she goes, college. And he goes, high school. He's like, when was that? And it was like last year. And then she immediately was like, I gotta go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And then she just kind of comes out of that laughing, going, He's a fucking child. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very interesting how they decided to make the Marie de Sol character into that, which I kind of get. Mm-hmm. You know, considering that the character, the original character was originated by her mother. Yeah. But I was just like, Oh, that's an uncomfortable thing, but I feel like that would happen in New York. <laughs> also, I think it's like fucking brilliant that they did it this way. Of just like at the end of it, we're 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 poking fun at the Liam character mm-hmm. because it's very hard to do what the original High Fidelity movie did is to present a character as cool and for the audience to buy that person as cool. Yeah, 
You know, it's rare that we're like, here's a cool person. Oh shit, Marie DeSalle is cool. Yeah. You know, for for them, it would have been. I I. It's very few minds were like very few people they could have presented. Uh, with them just like having that thing where you're just like, oh shit, you say this person's cool and I buy it. Yeah. You know, and that's fucking hard. So for them to present this person as cool and then being like, yeah, he's not as cool. And we know it. Mm -hmm. Fucking good fucking move because it's hard to fucking. It's it's like that thing, you know, where in, was it season one of Mandalorian? Where they're at the cantina and there's this dude at the. Sitting in Han fucking Solo's seat, trying like fucking foot on the on the table, trying to be all cool and shit. And already you're just like you draw the comparisons of who previously sat in that yeah. seat, and other people immediately you're just like you see people trying to be cool, you immediately dis- uh, dismiss them as not cool. Yeah, you know. So good on good on you, High Fidelity series, just realizing we won't buy whoever you pitch us as cool. Unless you fucking find a really rare person who actually is cool without <laughs> trying hard to be cool. I think that, I, like, this one kind of pokes fun at itself, but also pokes fun at certain things that are happening in the book. And mm-hmm. I think it just, it it feels better as a series to me. Like, I really thought it was going to be, like, how are they going to space this out over, like, several episodes, if not several seasons? I was like, mm-hmm. you know, what happens after she goes through her top five? What happens between her? You know, like all these things. And, and like seeing the differences that they do is really, really fun. And, mm-hmm. and totally, because like me trying to watch it, I really tried to take the movie out of my head. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that even with the callbacks back to the movie, it, the way that it is, situated is is okay with me sometimes i would be like eh. but other mm-hmm. times it was it was done really well mm-hmm. i think that int- the introduction of certain characters are mm-hmm. really cool like um clyde god i love clyde at first i was weary of clyde like this was so clyde a completely original character uh rob goes on a date and it's with clyde it's 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 pete from the office it's plop mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. office you know wow. and you're just like oh and he's he still has that fucking awkward nervous energy that he had in the office mm-hmm. and you're just like oh sweet but it makes sweet sense. sweet dude they they don't really fit they're they're just both like he's awkward and she's going through it still you know also we didn't talk about this she, that uh, it, that it's the timeline is not the timeline in the movie. The timeline is a year later after the birthday. Yeah, that's right. So, so she's we, had we that more, entire time. More time to, to mourn the relationship mm-hmm. and it's still its thing. So she tries to move on. Um, she goes on this date and it's revealed that right before their date, she runs into the fucking, fucking guy, Mac. Uh, gets coffee spilled on her, cuts her hand, and then she goes on the date with Clyde. Uh, but Clyde as a character, I fucking love that dude. He starts off awkward. Rob tries to sneak out uh, of, from, away from the date, but she forgets her phone, so she comes back. And then they fucking have a connection, and then they hook up. It's adorable. Like, it's adorable. You, like, they really kind of... You're not sure about Clyde, and then you warm up when she warms up to him. Like, you mm. warm up to him first, because it's like, oh, you're so cute. Yeah. He's like this, he's what, Midwestern? Just moved to the mm-hmm. city type of thing? Like, he has a car in New York. Like, who the fuck? But yeah. it's like, it's so adorable the way that he banters with her. 
and yeah. and has really good like back and forth with her and it's it's very nice and he's yeah like there's a a, a moment in the a scene at the bar where he he brings up this song and then he clearly out of his depth where he's, he's just she's talking about <laughs> how much he loves this thing and then there's one thing and then this thing that led to this and then all of that and you could tell on, on his face he's like I don't know what she's saying. Mm-hmm. And immediately, like, this is fucking me. I'm awkward and I don't know fucking music and I'm bad at dating. Holy shit, I'm Clyde. <laughs> you know, so audience members, you're just like, how bad can John possibly be? Imagine fucking Clyde, but less fucking tall and a lot more brown. That's <laughs> me. He's just like, I don't know. He's like, would you? I don't. Yeah, he's like, would you walk away or would you leave right now if I really didn't know (laughs) about these things? Yeah, because she goes on, she goes on to her musical knowledge about Fleetwood Mac, which I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. cool, awesome. You're gonna talk about, like, you're gonna show your your stuff to him, and you just see him and his face, and in my head, (laughs) in my head, I'm just like, he has no fucking clue, and it's so cute. It's such a cute, like, little thing with them, too. Yeah. yeah. And even, like, after they hook up, you see, like, this awkwardness where she's, like, fucking going to the kitchen and he follows. And then he's just like, do you want to go get breakfast tomorrow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so adorable. And she's like, breakfast? Yeah. Okay, and they go I guess. Back to bed. Yeah. And then they it's go so back awkward. to the bed and she, he's like, snuggle. And I was like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Dude, dude, it's so yeah. adorable. He's Fucking just Clyde. like, get in here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like, oh no, he hasn't done this. <laughs> yeah, and like Clyde is the way that they leave off with him is kind of um, you. You're worry, you worry about Clyde, but then he yeah. comes back and you're like, oh, oh my poor yeah, little precious he- melon. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he leaves, and then you think he just leaves because it's like a one-night stand, but we find out, like, while they're getting there, he parks illegally, and then she even's like, "Can I? am I good to park here? And she's like, yeah, you're fine. And then he gets towed in the morning, forgets his phone, so he has to come back and get it. Afterwards. <laughs> Afterwards. So you're just like, oh, okay. So you're still kind of weary of, of uh, Clyde, but then you're just like, you're so, something so endearing about this dude. Yeah. And then he comes back again in the series when they have my favorite episode yeah. where they have that side quest to go get the records, which was originally as uh, Grace sent me a deleted uh, I think, scene. A, it's a deleted scene, and it's funny. We were you uh, you sent me a clip to that scene a few weeks ago during uh, after a recording of one of the episodes, mm-hmm. and it's Rob going to buy a, a record collection from a woman. Uh, before it was. Uh, fucking portrayed by um, I forget her name, Beverly D'Angelo. Yes, the lady from the, the vacation movies. Yes, but now it's played by Parker Posey. Who fucking is amazing. I love her so much. She's so fucking good. Um, so is she here? She's just like this uh eccentric uh rich artist lady who just <laughs> makes things from her past, and uh, she finds out that her husband is cheating on her, so she wants to sell the thing that is most precious to him his entire record collection for twenty dollars for a nice twist uh, crisp twenty dollars 
Um, and that's the similarities from the, the deleted scene in the film. It's exact same beat. But from here for this movie, she takes Clyde with him because he has a car. Yeah. So she, she, they drive out to go see this collection and then they have the same exchange, but she can't do it. So she goes out and finds the fucking, <laughs> the, the, the ex-husband just to see what if he is indeed an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he is indeed an asshole. Such an asshole. And the way that he is he is portrayed is very much like the way that Tim Robbins portrays Ian. Mm-hmm. Right? He's just mm-hmm. he's just a dick. Yeah. And, and you're seeing him there, you're seeing him with a very young girl who mm-hmm. doesn't talk, of course. And you see him only interacting with Clyde. Yeah. Be- yeah, very dismissive of Rob. Rob tries to uh, fucking talk about the the musician that he's uh, that they're talking about. Very dismissive, not even looking at him, and then just fucking keeps going. And you're just like, ooh, oh, I hate this guy. Yeah. And then Clyde goes, "Oh, I think my friend Rob knows something about that." Uh huh. And you. In the way that they portray it's so good. The way that it's filmed. Because he looks towards Rob and it looks like it's the first time he's seeing her. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, you know about that? And then she schools him hardcore mm. on his dumbassery. And he still won't admit it. He still won't admit it. But the best part is that Clyde is just looking at him with this so pleased. He's so pleased with the situation. He's just like, this girl's going to eat you alive i was yeah. just like oh you're so cute yeah at that point i was like all right clyde fucking we like clyde we like you clyde we like clyde we hate mac <laughs> yeah and then at the end of the episode where she's she still decides she can't do it she can't they're just she's like music like for me music oh. was there for me when it was like hard for me so i just, I just can't take it she's like even if he is an asshole i still think music should be for everybody you're like oh good fuck good fucking nice fucking thought i would have taken that fucking record collection for 20 bucks a thousand percent hell yeah like, i don't give a you're shit. a better person than me rob yeah so and the, but there was this one record in particular in the collection that she really wanted and that was the one she was like can i just buy that one she's like no the, the lady is like all or nothing so eventually they leave clyde drops her back off and then he's just like by the way and then he reveals that he fucking stole the record <sighs> for her kinda and at that point i was like god damn it show i'm in <laughs> <laughs> right i was like that is such a good that was so good the way that yeah. they did it was so like the reveal was really cute and it wasn't it wasn't like this thing it was just like yo i'm, I'm just a guy giving you something that you've always wanted like mm-hmm. there was no weird alternative thing to it yeah and she's just like dude i've wanted this since i was in, 14 yes and they just shared this really awesome moment very fucking sweet and then the awkwardness happened, which made me, I was like, I fucking love this show. <laughs> and then, I was like, I'm here for the awkward. So it was just this very sweet thing. And like, you know, I just at least, I didn't expect them to like ask for another date. I didn't expect them to do anything. Uh, but then like, did she just get out of the car? She got out of the car. Yeah, she I think she said something. Car. Uh-huh. And she's like, I'll see you around. And then she just gets out. Yeah. And I'm like, there's not even a handshake. 
hug. Yeah. I would have done hug. like a cute little handshake or something. Yeah. But I was like, at worst, my awkward ass would have been crisp high five. Here we go. Yeah. Like, you know, at least some type of, I, and I get it. Like there doesn't need to be physical contact, but there needs to mm-hmm. be some type of appreciation where she goes like, yeah, yeah well, thanks for whatever. Yeah. She gets out of the car. She kind of does that window lean and then she goes, see you around. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, see you around. My guy Clyde puts on his seatbelt. He's just like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And then when she's and walking away. to Rob and she does the exact same thing. She's just like, what the what fuck was that? was that? And it's like, okay, so was someone supposed to make a move there? Was someone supposed to say something there? Like, who was it on? I think that's that's how I read it. I was just like, they were both kind of expecting the other one to do it. Mm. And then it just ended up being this really awkward moment. And then at the end of it that it didn't happen, they're just like, what the fuck happened? You know? Yeah. Or at least like, what was their reaction to it? Because like, okay, mm-hmm. so in that, ex- in that particular moment, who do you think should have made the first move? If there was a move to be made? I still, I, th- mm, I don't know. Like how how should have that ended? <laughs> I don't know because like, because it's and it's also such a really it's a yeah go ahead sorry no no because it's like dude you got this super ultra rare, rare David Bowie like man man at the end of the world or something like that mm-hmm. it's the cross With a- the cross dress. Uh, cover variant, cover, variant yeah. cover and it's like oh the the man who owned oh fuck i know this song it's one of my favorites i just cannot remember it <laughs> but uh-huh. it's like dude it's such a not only is it like ultra ultra rare but it's something that she's wanted yeah forever he gets it for her and then yeah right like yeah. I don't, I didn't expect anything of her, like owing him anything or owing anything. But I would have, like, she burst into tears. That's how much it meant to her, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking, like, oh, what would I have done? Number one, like, what do you do in that situation? She doesn't See, owe I think him it, anything. I think it's different from what we would have done to what, like, what would have happened if we were in the situation because. What I would have done mm. would have been the exact same situation. Same awkwardness would have happened. Um, but I don't think, like, it's that, it's one of those fucking mo- moments, much like Star Trek. This is the fucking Kobayashi Maru. Mm. You know, like, it's an unwinnable situation. Yeah, but how do you because, cheat the system? Like, there's, you can't. There has to be... You got, it's, it's part of defeat where, like, it, I don't think it can be that moment. Because, like, for Clyde, if he gives her that record, uh, you, you kind of ruin the moment by, like, if you go, so do you want to go out that week? Sure. All of a sudden, no, it becomes please. that thing where you're just like, you did this because you wanted to ask me out again. But then... You he, don't get he, that also, from him, though. You, you generally you, you don't. see him being like that all-around nice guy, which all of us have been. of Like, oh, I got this for you because I thought of you. Mm-hmm. But... But he didn't want to ruin that moment. Yeah, so he, I think he was kind of hoping... That she would say something. That she would do it. But then also, she was just like very ecstatic about the record (laughs) and just didn't think yeah i don't think she was thinking and then she did kind of it seemed like she did kind of like when she did uh, leave the car and then she did kind of peek her head in it seemed like she was kind of expecting him to be like so do you want like ask her out at that point and she seemed very open to it but then 
I don't think because he wasn't thinking about it and they were both expecting the other one to do it. It just created this perfect moment, this Kobayashi Maru moment of the unwinnable situation, which for me playing like we're in a series true. We have only five more episodes to go, but I'm fucking in. Let this fucking quest to, to make these awkward people line up perfectly happen. I'm all in. Because I was thinking about that, too, of, like, what do you do in that situation? Like, if someone had gotten me something who is not any, like, if they have no relationship with me, right? Mm-hmm. And they even address it of, like, oh, this is awkward in the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Of, like, this 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 weird situation where she just basically was like, hey, he has a car. Mm-hmm. Let me call him again. But it's this thing of, like, oh, what do you do in that situation? Like, you do you hug the guy? But then it just, it would have been like a, a knee jerk, like not a true hug of like, oh my God, you got this side hug type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also yeah. like, okay, thank you for getting this, but I didn't ask you to get it. Or I didn't ask you to steal it for me. Mm-hmm. Right. And it doesn't mean anything to him. Mm-hmm. Right. It didn't cost him, you know, it cost him 20 bucks, but it was just like, oh, I got it to like number one to piss off that lady. Mm-hmm. But also because he, it brought you joy, which is basically what he says. Like, I saw your reaction to it. And I, you know, I think. Yeah, I've never seen anyone that excited that, or happy to see anything. Yeah. And I think just that, that right there, I was like, oh, you're such a, like both of them. I was like, oh, what do you do in that situation? Yeah. You know, and there's obvious chemistry. Like, they're both very cute with each other. They both also just don't know how to navigate being around each other. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, what would I have done? I was like not the see you around but like hey maybe we can grab a coffee sometime which is a little more inviting than the see you around yeah right or like another way i think if i was uh, the rob character i would have been like oh thank you so much maybe some other time we can fucking listen to this record together you know so you can see why i love it so much something like that something like that but then again it's the perfect moment of awkward yeah of the unwinnable situation which we're in def- yeah. time. And I mean, like, I'm here for it. <laughs> we're we're going in as ourselves and like how do we react to that? But we're also I'm also like, yeah, that's a perfect Rob reaction. Mm-hmm. Right? Of just like, okay, see ya. Mm-hmm. Whereas where it's like, oh, what do you do in that situation? I thought and that is like out of all of the episodes we've seen so far, which is literally five. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that one was the best one so far. Yeah. And see, and the thing is, it's, I don't know if it's because it's the one that wasn't directly a a scene from the movie. Well, at least continuity movie that wasn't a deleted scene. And they expanded most from a particular moment from even like, say, a deleted scene. It was the most different from the movie, you know? I think it's just because it's... There's a lot of of heart there. Yeah, and it's sort of original content. It's yeah. things that we haven't seen before. Because in the other ones, yeah, there's there's some cuteness, there's some other things, but it's just also like we've heard this note, we've heard this note lyric before. Yeah, so it's know? like oh, three, four episodes in, we already know this story, mm-hmm. but with the inclusion of Clyde and with the inclusion of like all these other things, we're just like oh, it's starting to get different for us. So I'm hoping in the next ones. See, and that's the thing that really bums me out when I think about it, because like, say the next four or next five is just 
wrapping up where the story of the movie does. If that, we haven't seen it yet. So if the next five just wraps up the movie and with this team involved, both the, the writers, the directors, the producers, and the actors involved and just how much chemistry they have, mm-hmm. season two would have been the season where they get to do much more of this, much more original storytelling, much more original content and different scenarios and dialogue that is completely new to us. Mm -hmm. And because this show only lasted one season, we aren't going to be getting that. So that's kind of uh, a bummer for me. Yeah. I'm really kind of sad that it is only one season, but again, Hulu. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't think it would have been any better if it went to Netflix because Netflix usually just does two seasons and then abandons its projects. But Mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's kind of a, it's like, we're, we're liking the series. We're again, only on season five. We haven't seen, seen the rest of the show yet, but I forgot what episode we were watching, but I, honestly, it was probably a Clyde moment. We were watching the scene, or some, 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 like after the Clyde uh, pilot. Definitely after the pilot, we see Clyde do his charming shit, and then they start playing music, and we just kind of look at each other. It's like, well, we're, I guess we're buying the soundtrack to this fucking. Yeah, show. dude, you know? the soundtrack, which is still available, we are gonna get it. It is so. It sounds oh. so good. Yeah, I don't fucking buy it yet, guys. We're gonna buy it first. So yeah, don't, we're, don't fucking, we're buying it. Don't buy it. We're buying it. <laughs> yeah, don't buy it. <laughs> but I think that's... actually do. <laughs> you're yeah, gonna go do it right what? now <laughs> yeah i'll do it right now i don't trust you guys <laughs> i think also the interesting thing because i also kind of thought that they were going to really space out the exes mm-hmm. and then they didn't yeah i thought they were gonna like they did all the of them fuck, already how the fuck did we talk about the exes more than the <laughs> fucking show did well <laughs> We only talked about like the exes for maybe fifteen minutes. I don't know. All right, fair point. Well, that's funny though that uh, both High Fidelity season uh, one or season two, uh, the movie is ten episodes. Uh, so is the series. Yet they did it much more efficiently than we did. <laughs> um, another thing I also kind of loved was Cat's uh, character, or like the character who's supposed to be Charlie. Because one of the things we talked about is like, oh, how do you navigate this movie now with the use of social media and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's great in how they had Char or uh, Rob not really know what Instagram was. Because mm-hmm. then she's more so like me where I'm just like, what the fuck's a blue check? Right. Yeah. But then also had to have Charlie be like the world traveler whatever avant-garde bullshit she did in the movie to have cat actually be an influencer yeah was so it's perfect oh my god you're like this is exactly this is exactly yeah this is this is the proper updating to this character and just how flippant she is it's so good yeah. We were watching it with Mark, and Mark's like, I was wondering how they're going to do Charlie, and this is just fucking brilliant. And I was like, oh my yeah. god, I love it. So, yeah, definitely Charlie, out of all the exes, is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> just the way that she's played is so fucking good. Oh my god. Yeah. So good. So I, um, I, I do think- how do you think the show's going to end, Grace? Because, again, we, like we said, there's no season two. Do you... Not necessarily... Uh, predictions of like Rob does this uh, this this and this but do you think at least we get resolution with Mac do you think I don't want she officially starts yeah like I hate Mac 
I hate we hate Mac. And also, I'm very intrigued to see because we already in the previous in the in the previous version with Laura, we liked Laura, so it immediately put put us at odds with the Ian character. Yes. If we already hate fucking Mac, we're gonna really fucking hate the new Ian. Yeah, Lily. You know. So that's gonna be interesting. But what 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 do you think? How do you think? They 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 pull off the season because I, just, I I'm, I'm bummed out thinking that it's gonna end on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Where they're like, we had plans for season two. Yeah. But um, I think that eventually, like as in the movie, as in the book, as in all things, we will see the bad side of Rob. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily bad, but the like, oh, that's what you did to make Mac just go okay and walk out the door, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm really hoping, I'm really, really, really hoping that Clyde, me too, comes back. And I mean, he has to, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping that maybe they kind of figure out what they are to each other. And mm-hmm. even if they stay friends, I just want Clyde in her life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my but, my main thing is that I'm worried that she, uh, Rob is going to do something and then she's going to be like the big heartbreak for, for Clyde and then he leaves because he just seems like a... A good a very, guy because he's a good uh, guy. He's a very good guy who's she's... never really had heartbreak. So he's going to be like, I have to... This, oh, this hurts. Goodbye. Yeah, I got to go. I just that's a possibility that's a possibility but nonetheless we don't get a season two so the thing that dear god don't do that the thing that I'm absolutely terrified about is that her and Mac are gonna have some type of thing yeah and then then Mac is gonna see it and he's just like oh yeah well we'll find out in a week Uh, (laughs) we're gonna find out and then we'll talk about it here on the what is it Holy shit, it's our season finale of the High Fidelity season. Next week? Right? Right? Is it? Next week? Maybe. Oh, God, I don't even know. Is it? Because we talk about... Yeah, right? Is it not? We we did episode one through five, six through ten, and then we're done for the season. Oh, fuck, guys. Holy shit. So we, congratulations, audience. You've made it through the high fucking fidelity uh, high fidelity season. Almost. You're almost pen, there. Penultimate. Yeah, it's the, 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 episode, the episode before, before the, the finale. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, look at that. Yeah. Holy shit. Well, congratulations, everyone. Y'all made it this far <laughs> as you listen to us for an entire fucking season. Talk about high fidelity the movie and then at the at the end talk about uh two episodes of the high fidelity series it's kind of funny that for 10 episodes we talked about the movie uh but in reverse we could have talked about the series and then uh, the one movie. episode yeah. per and but fucking that's not how our brains work this is how our brains work Absolutely. and we chose instead chose to talk about it in this way um is there anything else you wanted to say grace this week episode one through five before we say goodbye uh, uh two things uh remember mm-hmm. it's on hulu please watch it it's a pretty good show and i wish more people had watched it when it was on including us just to kind yeah. of support it in its own way but i think you know everything happens for a reason and i hope the people in there go on to bigger and better things and high fidelity yeah because always... zoe's catwoman now so yeah. i'm very fucking excited 
So she's Catwoman in the fucking Matt Reeves movie that I just talked about earlier. Yeah. So I'm very excited. And um, my shout out for the week mm-hmm. is a song called Melt by Are You, which is Are You, and then the words Are You. <laughs> but it's a really good song. It's from this uh, Filipino cat if based in L.A. And it's just it. I love it so much. It's been on repeat. It's so good. Nice. Please, please watch it. Uh, and it has about almost 900 views on YouTube. So if you could bump that up, that would be yeah. great. We got to support our artists, but also it's just a fun song. I It's been yeah. on repeat. I showed it to Barack and Barack was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was just because. In what way? Is that like an approving? Yeah, okay. Or uh Well, it was me dancing to it, and so he was reacting oh. more so to the way I was dancing to it. And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the song is good. And he, he was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And then I started dancing to it. And then he went, Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then that was the reaction. Yeah. But yeah. are you and the song is called Melt and it's I just I like it. It's a it's good song. That's your song for the week. That's my song for the week. All right. Um me what was yeah like grace said go watch this fucking show bump up the numbers on hulu and then you go on twitter the twitter machine and you use hashtag high fidelity snyder cut so because if that (laughs) fucking movie can get a four-hour cut we can bring this movie back guys um let's hopefully yeah hopefully bring back high fidelity the series high fidelity snyder cut let's make that happen Uh, make it all in slow motion and fucking washed out colors if we have oh, to. God. Okay. Um, but yeah, very excited for the season finale. Um, we have a guest. We have a secret guest. Yeah. Um, but they're going to be on. I, I was going to say the name of the, the guest, but I always get in trouble when I yeah. do. So I didn't we do it this time. We were supposed to have a guest, but sure. God damn it. I fuck up all <laughs> the secrets. <laughs> but uh, we'll see you guys next week for the uh, season finale. Um, but until then, Remember, Meowsles is awesome. <gasps> See you later, guys. Bye. <laughs> We're supposed to say our names. Oh, shit. Right. I, <laughs> I could always fuck this up. My name is John. And I'm Grace. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>